Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park those of you listening that are not in the U.S., Texas is a state in the south-central region of the states. At over 268,000 square miles and with more than 30 million residents in 2023, it's the second largest U.S. state in both area and population. Texas is bordered by Mexico to the south, New Mexico to the west, Oklahoma to the north, Louisiana to the east, and the Gulf of Mexico to the southeast. The history of Texas is long and complex, dating back to the arrival of the first humans in the region over 13,000 years ago. The first Europeans to arrive in Texas were Spanish explorers in the early 16th century. The Spanish established a number of missions and settlements in Texas, but their control of the region was often tenuous. In the 18th century, the French also began to explore and settle in Texas. In the early 19th century, the Mexican government gained control of Texas. However, many Texans were unhappy with Mexican rule, and in 1836, they declared independence from Mexico. The Texas Revolution was a short but bloody conflict, and in its wake, Texas became an independent republic. In 1845, Texas joined the United States. Since then, Texas has experienced rapid growth. The discovery of oil in the early 20th century further fueled the state's economy. Today, Texas is a major economic powerhouse. Texas is also a land of contrast. It's home to both deserts and mountains, and it has a wide variety of climates. For the most part, The weather is hot in Texas, and that heat can certainly warm people up to committing crimes. In this all-Texas edition of Music City 901, I'll be talking about only Texas cases. So get out your belt buckles, dust off your shit kickers, and let's saddle up. Welcome back to Music City 911. Austin 911, do you need police, fire, EMS, or mental health services? Um, probably police. Okay, what location? Um, Tides, South Lamar. You said South Lamar? Tides of South Lamar. 
Okay. Do you know the address there? Um, one second. Okay. What's going on there? I can look it up. Thirty-six twenty-two Manchac. Um, yeah, but it's there's there's like a second address, so it's like it's, it's um, yes, but it's the entrance near the um, the flashing light crosswalk. Okay, what's going on there? Um, there's a, a lady saying that a guy's like chasing her. And she's sitting at the front of my apartment door. She's banging on the other apartment's door. I heard her, so. Okay. Um, Do you see any man around? I, I don't. She said he's around the corner. I don't know if she's high on drugs or if there really is a guy there. I don't know. I'm not okay. going to go look. Give me one moment. Which apartment number are you near, or is she near right now? Um, I'm. So I'm building. I can't even really see which building it is, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Are you looking <laughs> for the? You come down Manchac, right? You come down Manchac, and it's the crosswalk, and that's the first light. You're going to take the left into the apartment complex. Okay. Okay. And what does the woman look like? Is she white, black, or Hispanic? White. And what is she wearing? Uh, blue jean shorts and a like a, a top, like a. A white beater kind of top. Okay. What color? Um, I think it's turquoise. Okay. Do you still see her out there? Yeah, she's there. I just checked. She's sitting at the front of my door. Do you see any weapons on her? Anything like that? No. Okay. Did she look injured to you? No. Okay. Can I get your name? Yes. Okay. I'll get someone out there. If you see anything change, you see a man appear, just call back and let us know, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. While most of you probably can't think the last time, if ever, that someone was unexpectedly knocking on your door before five o'clock in the morning, you'd be surprised that this happens almost daily at any agency. And it can be mentioned just like this call, someone who was being chased by someone or someone who's on drugs and they think they're being followed. Generally something like this, we want the caller to stay inside and not open their door. Some home invasion robberies have started just like this. Someone feigning distress just to lure the homeowner either outside or just to open their door while the other suspect waits just around the corner. Luckily, in this instance, that wasn't what happened. 
but to hear further, three officers from the Austin Police Department arrive on the scene, and this is what one of their body-worn camera audio captured. You know this lady, sir? No. She's just banging on your door? Yeah. Just, okay. Being on all the doors here. Okay. But a guy did. She said a guy chased her. Okay. I looked out the window and I saw a guy going that way. Okay, so you you, you just, just now. Like right before y'all got here. Okay. So. You know what he looked like? Just a big stocky dude, your size. Okay. Was he wearing anything? I remember what he was wearing or anything like I that? I couldn't see what he was wearing. He was just kind of. Okay. Over like this, he was walking that way. Okay. But she was saying that he's like David Eight Hundred One. She said that um, she's David. at an Airbnb here, and this guy. I'm speaking with the complainant. We're out with our female, but the complainant is saying that right before AP got here, there was a male, stocky build, running through the complex, going uh, west through the complex. So yeah, just go ahead and check the west side. Didn't get a clothing description, just a male stocky build. There's a guy walking that way right now. Did he say if he's white, black, Hispanic, maybe? He tell white, black, Hispanic? I don't know. Uh, he couldn't tell. All right. You said he saw him walking through here? Yeah, but he's already, he's already, he was already through that way. Like, there's a pool. He's on the other side. There's a Okay. Ahead going that way. Okay. Right. Yeah. Alright. But you couldn't they you couldn't tell if he was saying anything to you, you just saw him walking by. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Alright. Well we'll get it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. I appreciate it. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, thanks. This officer walks past the female to get a little further information from the original caller, hearing roughly what we heard from him the first time, but this time with a bit of additional info about the potential suspect. We'll go from here to another officer who was out with a female who was knocking on the caller's door and starts explaining what was happening. There are some redacted pieces in there that I believe are probably names that are being silenced. You doing all right? You can put your hands down. You can put your hands down. He ran that way. That is my van. That is the, your van? The gray one. Uh, we have two cars here. That is mine. And he chased me. Airbnbs. Or, uh, sorry, I don't know what these are. Okay, so where are you from? Uh, um, so what kind of work do you do? I'm just kind of had a break right now. 
really it's probably take a deep breath. Oh no, I mean for my career. Um, uh, Do you need an ambulance? No. Okay. No, actually, that's why I'm here. Your behavior um, is pretty erratic. So oh, I'm sorry. I've been running. Nobody answered their doors. I'm in building four. He has chased me all the way down here. This is after two days of being there with him. He has a knife behind him. He broke in through the back. I ran for it out past the first two buildings and I was banging on doors and no one would answer and I had to keep stopping to try because just turned 60 but is six foot three and massive he just got sentenced to, to almost three years in prison for something from before I met him so the and that ruling came in on well, what, Friday we went to court and I was there with him I told him I would go so if he was sentenced to three years in prison, how is he out? He is, uh, he was given 30 uh, to 60 days to do, uh, to turn himself in. His lawyer is supposed to reach out by Wednesday about the date for him to turn himself in. So he was out on bond originally? Yes. Okay. He's been on bond for three and a half years. It's been a long term. It's a federal case. Okay. But so we hadn't been together a little while. He, I said for the ruling I would go. Um, so you know him? Yes, we, we've been, we are, I say husband and he usually says wife, but we were engaged. We've okay. uh, been together for nine months or so. 30th, I have two years. He had, uh, I think, 30 years before the crime he committed when he was arrested. Um, hey, you said, where did you last see him? Banging over here, he 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 running, and I could hear him. And there were dogs in that one. I guess it was making him loud. And I could hear him running, and I was like, "Stop! Just go! Just go! Just leave!" And he was like, "Come on, give me my stuff." He broke in the back patio door of where I rented. Okay. What do you mean, give you your stuff, sir? You. And you were already in there. Do you know what what is he wearing? Uh, basketball shorts. He's old. He just turned sixty. Gray hair, six three, dark shirt, basketball shorts. What color the basketball shorts? It's like a navy or black. Is he thin or heavy? His name? James. James. Is this him right here? James. Oh, James. Hey. No, no, no. Wait, Start doing uh, a. Yeah. 
we're at 3622 Banchet. We're right in front of Dildon Stemper. We're right at the entrance. He's still, he's still Just let him know CPR is being administered. While speaking with the victim at about 5.06 a.m., 60-year-old James Woodrum walked around the corner with a knife in his hand. Officers attempted to de-escalate the situation, asking him to put the knife down, then tried to shift to a less lethal option with the taser. Two attempts were unsuccessful, and by looking at the video, I believe the reason was the officer may have been too far away for both prongs to connect. The suspect kept walking towards the officer, using bad language towards both them and the female victim. He also kept saying, shoot me and shoot to kill, and that he was not going to go to prison for marijuana. Normally, I would fully 100% say the suspect was trying suicide by cop. That still may have been the case, but this one felt different somehow. It felt different than all the others I've played on the show. He seemed more like he was daring police to shoot him. Just the way he was talking. There never seemed like there was any hesitation at all in what he was doing. After police exhausted measures they had available, and the suspect continued to advance with a knife, one officer shot him, and that brought the suspect down to the ground and the knife out of his hand. All three officers have been placed on administrative leave pending investigation. The suspect, James Woodrum, was pronounced dead at the scene. He had pled guilty on July 17th of this year to three counts of possession and distribution of a controlled substance. Those charges came after he was found to have 100 marijuana plants in 2020. He was due to serve 31 months in prison. Actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate, who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to badlandsranch.com mc901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to badlandsranch.com slash mc901 today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. No, I need a policeman in an ambulance at my house ma- right ma- now. Ma- no, listen to me. This lady's trying to get away. Stand I need you to head. calm down and give me the address, ma'am. My 1807 Elmwood Court, Sugarland. Hurry, please. What's, what's going on, ma'am? She's trying to get, trying to get away. Just please send somebody. Okay, I need you to tell me why. What's going on? My husband pressed cards with his car, and now she busted the door off and stabbed him. Please hurry up. She came into your house and stabbed him. Yes. Who is she? Babe, please just send somebody. Okay, he's holding her down at this point, but he's bleeding very bad. Okay, I'm getting him out, ma'am. Where's Who is the female? No, boy, I'm going to get her. Hello? Ma'am, where's the lady? Is she still there? Yes, and he's trying to hold her down, but she said she's not going to jail, so she's stabbing him. She's biting biting him. Ma'am, hello? On the way. What is the female's name you're talking about? Ma'am, I'm telling you they're on the way. Who is the female that stabbed your husband? Her name is Lydia, okay? Lydia? He's trying to hold her down. She's still trying to hold her. What is she stabbing him with? I don't know. It's a knife sticking out of his head. A knife? Yes, I just saw it sticking out of his head. It's still in his head. Okay, what's your name, ma'am? My name is Cindy, and I'm sorry, but I am really freaked out right now. Okay, I understand, ma'am, and I'm sorry, but they're on the way, okay? Who is she to you all? She used to work for him. She used to work for him? Yes, and she stole a lot of equipment, so he pressed charges on her, and now all of a sudden she's in her house in the middle of the night she's having him. She's still in there, right? Yes, but she's trying to get away, and he's bleeding. Okay. Does she have a car or anything out there that you know? know? You don't know? Do you have any kids or anything over there? Yes, I have four. You have four kids inside? Uh, yes. Yes. Do you know her last name? Why are they not here? I don't know what her last name is. They're on the way, okay? Maybe I told you that. Why are they not here yet? Ma'am, please. They're they're coming as fast as they can. They're coming to help your husband. They're coming as fast as they can. Yep. Is your husband still coming? I'm her before they get here if they don't hurry up. Is your husband still holding her down? Yes, he's trying, but he's losing strength. He's leaning. Okay. How old is she? I don't know how old she is. Please stop asking me questions. No, 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 ma'am. Ma'am, I mean your husband, not her. He's 41. He's 41? Okay. Are your kids in another room? What? Are your kids in another room? Yes, they're upstairs asleep. Please don't have Hurry up. Why are they not here yet? 
Why are they not here? Try to calm down, ma'am. They're on the way. They're coming as fast as they can. I'm coming, Ron. I'm going to wind up killing her if she doesn't just be still, okay? I'm going to hit her with this baseball bat if she doesn't be still. Ma'am, just... Look, I'm going to keep her there one way or another. She's not getting away this time. This is the problem. They couldn't find her. Okay? okay. The police are supposed to have been arresting her for the last month. What? I know. Lydia, be still. Tell me, please. I'm not going to kill you, Lydia. You're going to prison is what's going to happen. You said your husband filed a restraining order on her before? There's supposed to be a warrant out for her arrest, but as usual, the police aren't doing their job. Kill me, Cindy, please. Lydia, I'm not going to kill you, okay? No. Please kill me. Oh. Ma'am, you need to get that uh, uh, ambulance here quick, okay? He's bleeding everywhere. He's bleeding everywhere. Where did she stab him in the chest? No, in the head. In the head. I've already told her that three times, Ron. Okay, I have that, but you said he, she was stabbing, she was still continuing to stab him. That's all I can see right now. Okay. Then be still. Where are you all at in the house? We're in the bedroom. In the bedroom? Is the door open or anything? I was just standing in the doorway. I don't remember if I left okay. it open or not. Please. Lydia, shut up. Just kill me, please. Ma'am, can I please get off the phone now? Because I'm going to have to wind up hitting her. You have a bat, ma'am? Yes, I do. And if I have to, I will use it. Okay. They're, they're, yeah, because he is bleeding over the place. Okay, they should be coming, okay? Okay, he's right. all he can to hold her down. And if she moves, I'm going to hit her. Okay, they should be coming in. They should be coming in a minute. Okay, but I have Wait, to hold on, hold on. Hold on, don't, they, don't hang up, ma'am. Don't hang up. Well, what do you want me to do? Okay, where is your bedroom at located in your house? Oh, they come in the door, where do they go? To the left. To the left? Yes. Oh. Is it in the back? Here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Hurry, hurry. She's here. running. No, hurry up. Come over here. Stay right there. Hurry, please, hurry. They should be coming up, ma'am. Hold on for me. Well, are you okay? Tell me what you... You have an officer? Yes, they're here. Okay. Okay, uh, but now we need an ambulance. Okay, they're coming. Okay, bye. As I've said before in previous episodes, a hysterical caller is very hard to get info from. Luckily, with some repetitive questioning, the dispatcher was able to get some good suspect info. Most people think that it's like in the movies where within a couple minutes, police will just show up. Also, people in a true emergency situation can think a lot more time has gone by than actually has. That's what I think was happening here. It was only about two or three minutes into the call when the caller was asking why the police weren't there yet. This all happened back in 2008 in the 1800 block of Elmwood Court in Sugarland, Texas. Ron Williamson and his wife Cindy were sound asleep at around 3 a.m. when a noise was heard. Ron had barely woken up when he saw a shadowy figure standing above him. The suspect, 30-year-old Lydia Munoz, was standing beside him and began stabbing at him with a steak knife. She had broken into the house and walked into Ron and Cindy's bedroom. Lydia stabbed downward and glanced the strike off of Ron's arm and it landed in his head. 
because of all the commotion, Cindy also woke up and saw her husband struggling with the suspect. She hurriedly went to check on her kids, and her 10-year-old son ran and grabbed a baseball bat from the garage. She then called 911. She did have to hit Lydia several times with the bat before the couple managed to hold her down. All the while, Lydia was still trying to stab and bite Ron. She pled over and over again, please kill me. The suspect seemed like she was deep in the throes of some sort of a mental breakdown. The two had a pass, though, but not in the way that you might immediately think. Lydia was a contractor for Ron's business. She had been fired from the company a month before, and while I didn't find anything to absolutely back this up, it's believed that she may have stolen thousands of dollars worth of equipment from Ron's company. When police arrived at the scene, they found Ron and Sydney holding down the suspect, and she was taken into custody and charged with burglary and aggravated assault. To me, it seems something like this should have fallen under attempted murder. Ron was, in fact, stabbed in the head. The knife pierced his skull and remained there for six hours before medical personnel could remove it. I was not able to locate any type of information in regards to her conviction and her sentencing. And this last incident I have, I don't have the 911 call from it. But police in Dallas, Texas received a call on Cypress Avenue in the Pleasant Grove area that two people had been shot. A suspect description was given and police started looking around. What you're about to hear is the body-worn camera from Senior Corporal Scott J. and his canine partner, Figor. I know it will be extremely hard for some of you to hear, but try your best to resist the urge to stop listening. You'll understand after I describe what happened. Suspect down. I'm hit. My partner's hit. Oh, 
While walking around the side of the house and through what looked like it was maybe a creek or a drainage ditch, Senior Corporal Jay and his dog Figor walked underneath a deck attached to the back of the house. The two closed in on the shooting suspect, 20-year-old Brian Casillas, and found him under that deck. Figor launched into action, biting the suspect to hold him for the officer, but was shot in the chest by the suspect, who then turned the gun on the officer, who was also shot in the chest and the leg. The officer returned fire, striking the suspect multiple times. Even after being shot in the chest, Figor continued to hold on to the suspect until the officer gave the command to let go. Other officers who were involved with the search showed up seconds after the shots rang out and helped Senior Corporal Jay and his partner away from the scene. Even while bleeding heavily from the leg and other officers trying to get Jay to sit down so they could inspect his injuries and put a tourniquet around his leg, Jay's first thought was his partner. Once he got him to a safe point, the other officers managed to help Jay and he was transported to a local hospital and Figor transported to Dallas Animal Emergency. The suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. This whole thing started when he was playing loud music and two family members asked him to turn it down. 
He then shot both of them. The officer was treated for a gunshot wound to the leg. The bullet that hit him in the chest was stopped by his bulletproof vest. Figor was treated and later released from the emergency vet and was reunited with Jay just a few days later. Chief Garcia of the Dallas Police Department held a press conference praising the actions of both Jay and Figor. He said, God wasn't ready for two warriors that night, and they did their duty in the face of evil. Our canines are invaluable members of this police department, and he helped save his partner's life. He did everything he was trained to do and exceeded all expectations of a canine partner and as a member of the Dallas Police Department. I believe this opinion is going to be shared by everyone that this is a extremely brave and skilled dog. There's no way I can praise him enough. Let's all hope that he lives the entire rest of his life in peace. That's it for this episode. Certainly some wild and crazy things happening down there in Texas. I'll make the outro for this episode pretty short and sweet. If you haven't done so already, head over to YouTube and search for Music City 911. You'll be rewarded with something that isn't on the podcast. The full interview I did on Court TV talking about the Long Island serial killer. Be sure to like all those videos and hit that subscribe button. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.